Hi friends, it's me Jennifer Jade and you're listening to The Soul Adventurer, your number one spiritual growth podcast to bring you even further into your greatness. I believe every soul in human form is on a soul adventure, but only some will make the most of it. This podcast is for anyone that desires to awaken, align, and inspire others through journeying to become their best self. If that's you, welcome. You're in the right place, and this is where you belong. Are you ready for today's soul adventure? Then let's begin. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of The Soul Adventure with Jennifer Jade. I'm your host, and this may just be one of my favorite podcast episodes of all times. If you are new to me and my messaging, um, what I do is I help people who are feeling unfulfilled, maybe struggling or stuck where they're at in life and on their life path to connect to their purpose, their mission, their intuition so that they can start living a soul aligned life full time. That may mean leaving your nine to five for something more meaningful. That might mean starting a side gig, a side hustle. That might mean um, altering or pivoting your existing business into something that reignites you and excites you once again, like your existing business once did. It means moving to the next level, the next elevation of your alignment, of your consciousness, of your power, of your effectiveness, of your fulfillment, of your joy, and of course, ultimately, of your abundance. So if any of this sounds appealing to you, you're absolutely in the right place. Today, I want to specifically seek out my fellow awakeners. Now, if you're not sure what an awakener is, again, you're in the right place. This is the right episode for you to learn what that is and to discover if maybe you are one too. First, let's start with the definition of an awakener. An awakener is somebody who has been tapped in their soul to help enrich the lives of others in a way that is meaningful to them. So that might mean that you feel called to do work similar to what I do and offer spiritual teaching and guidance to people who are perhaps unfulfilled or looking for spiritual development and growth. Um, I also apply it a lot to entrepreneurs and people who have personal brands that are meaningful and purpose-driven. I have some people who take their awakener part of them and become really bold, audacious Uh, business coaches or um, videographers or singers or songwriters or um, yoga instructors or I've got, I mean, gosh, every spectrum of color in the rainbow and beyond is where you could take this trait of yours into. You know, we we probably would connect it with something that has affected you in your life, something that you're very passionate about, and you want to become an awakener in this field or in this industry. I'm working with an amazing client right now, one of my one-on-one clients, and she wants to bring an awakening into the fashion industry in New York. Okay, so this is, you can take this awakener side of you and become a very powerful force and leader in an area that you see could use some light, could use some awakening, could use some shifting and transitioning. You don't need to know what that is just yet for you. You don't, you may not even know if you're an awakener. So why don't we go ahead and dive into what I would call some of the symptoms or clues that you are indeed an awakener. So I've got four right here. Of course, there's many. But uh, let's start with the most obvious four so you can see if any of these, even one of them, applies to you. So first of all, one of the first clues that you're an awakener is that you in your soul 
are feeling like you're meant for something more than what you're currently living right now. And what that means is even if you love your life and you're grateful for the roof over your head and your loved ones, maybe you've got amazing children, an amazing partner, amazing friends, you have enough money to pay the bills, maybe even extra, maybe even a lot of money, maybe you have everything you've ever dreamed of, and yet something is missing. Maybe you've worked hard. Maybe you're like me and you've been an overachiever, you know, a lot of your life and you've ticked all the boxes. You know, you worked your butt off to create the career you thought would bring you happiness, to live in the home you thought would bring you happiness, to marry the right person you thought would bring you happiness, to start the family you thought would bring you happiness. And while these things have brought added joy and happiness into your life, there is still this missing pit in your soul, in your heart. There's just something that all of these things, these accomplishments, these achievements haven't quite filled. So if I'm speaking to you, just put a little check mark with clue number one. That That's a yes for you. Let's go to clue number two. Perhaps you're at the stage where you're feeling frustrated that either you can't figure out what that missing piece is. You know, you've, you've done all this work, you worked your butt off, you have done everything you can to create a life that you love and that you would enjoy. And yet that thing is missing that we talked about. And perhaps you're at the stage of feeling frustrated. You don't know what it is. Is it my purpose? I don't know my purpose. Um, you know, what is it? And, and so you're feeling frustrated that you don't know what that is for you that would bring you that sense of fulfillment, that sense of meaning, that sense of passion and enthusiasm and conviction and empowerment. So perhaps you're feeling frustrated that you don't know, or perhaps you're feeling frustrated that you do know, you do have an idea, you do have a sense of what you'd like to be doing next that would bring you that sense of fulfillment and yet you're not doing it or you're spinning your wheels or you're procrastinating or you're bumping up against fears or you're delaying you're making excuses you're fighting against yourself and your resistance or maybe you're at a place where you think it's somebody else's fault or some outside factors fault at the moment but anyways clue number two is frustration that either you don't know what the thing is that would bring you that sense of fulfillment, passion, purpose, or frustrated that you do have an idea, or maybe you even already started doing it, but you're not taking it to that next level that you're feeling called to move into. So that's clue number two, that you are an awakener. So just give yourself a mental check, yes or no, if that applies to you. Let's go to clue number three. You have been wondering if this is as good as it gets in life. You are grateful for what you have in your life. You are grateful. There's things that you're grateful for. You are very lucky and, and blessed in different ways of your life. And you do appreciate that. And you do see that. And you are grateful. But you just don't have that sense of pure joy and happiness and inner peace that either you have experienced in fleeting moments before or that you have been witnessing other people experience in their lives, whether it's a close friend of yours, a family member, a mentor, a coach, someone that you follow on social media. Again, you know, let's not get carried away because we all know that most people just point post about the the good parts of their lives and the highlight reels but but you do have a sense that it is possible to be happier and to be more fulfilled and feel more free and feel more empowered and enriched in your life and you're not and so you're wondering if maybe that's just not meant for you maybe this is as good as it gets for you maybe this is as happy as you'll ever get to be 
And I'm just gonna give you a little spoiler. No, that's not true. <laughs> if you if you know in your heart that there is a next level of joy and happiness and fulfillment and meaning that you just haven't quite hit yet, it's true and there is and it is meant for you. So anyway, that's clue number three. Wondering if this is as good as it gets. Wondering if this is as happy as you'll ever get to be in your life. Let's go to clue number four. Now this is a really big one and I'm also going to give you a personal share, personal story here that maybe you're not fully aware of. Number four is you do have a desire to help others in some way. You do want to, um, that you know it makes you feel really good inside when you have an opportunity to enrich someone else's life or help them in some way or teach them something or help bring more joy into their life. But you just don't know what you are actually qualified to do. And deep down, maybe there's a part of you that just doesn't believe you're extraordinary enough to make an extraordinary difference in the lives of others. In other words, you just don't see or believe or feel you have the education or training or knowledge or experience that would ever be of value to anyone else. That, that, that is reserved for people who have done extraordinary things in their life or have faced extraordinary challenge or have extraordinary educations or have way more courage than you and confidence than you that, that making a difference in the lives of others is reserved for a select few types of people, but not you. You feel like there's nothing about you that could actually make any kind of difference in other people's lives enough so that perhaps you could turn it into uh, a business of any kind and that you're not an awakener. Even though you have this desire, like there's something about you that likes to enrich the lives of other people and empower and uplift other people and bring joy to other people, you just have this disconnect that you don't actually have the capabilities of doing so. So that's number four, feeling like you're not extraordinary enough to make an extraordinary difference in the lives of others. So give yourself a mental check if that applies to you. So those are the top four clues, at least at the beginning stages, that you are an awakener, that there is an awakener inside of you that is aching to be awakened. It's almost like being a little baby chick in a shell. And because you're still inside the shell, you don't realize that if you were to just start cracking at that shell, that there's a whole other world awaiting you outside of that shell. So there are awakeners that need to be awakened so that they can go out and awaken others. And that was me at one point in my life. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're nodding your head to even one of these clues or two or three or maybe all four, chances are you're one of these awakeners as well. So please stay with me. Keep listening to this episode. It could make all the difference in your life. So here's the personal story that I said I wanted to share with you that maybe you just don't know about me and you haven't heard me really speak openly about before. And that is, I have never, ever, ever felt extraordinary. I have never believed that I could make an extraordinary difference in somebody else's life. I've never had high levels of self-confidence or even self-belief. And if I'm being completely open and honest with you, I still struggle with having self-belief and believing in myself and self-confidence. Um, and even believing that I'm making a difference in the lives of other people. And it's, it's strange because I have actual evidence. I have countless testimonials, referrals, 
uh, messages from clients telling me about this has happened and that has happened. And my, my most recent one is a client that attended my awakening event one year ago, exactly. And she just had a $75,000 weekend in her business. Whereas a year ago, she was feeling lost and confused and uh, she was a stay-at-home mom at the time and was feeling unsettled that that wasn't where she was meant to um, to stay, to, to that she wasn't thriving there. So she loved, loved, loved being a mom, but she, she was exhibiting these four symptoms, all four of them. And uh, we unlocked that for her at the Awakening Live event one year ago. And she just messaged me before recording this episode that... Uh, she just had a $75,000 weekend and was thanking me for that experience and for helping crack her open out of her shell. So it's, it's an ongoing thing that I'm working on, but as you can see, you don't have to feel confident. You don't have to feel extreme self-worth and self-confidence and self-belief and self-whatever before you can actually start doing what your soul is urging you to do and and following what feels good and what is actually making a difference in the lives of other people whether you realize it and choose to believe it or not so when i was five years old i was in kindergarten and my mom got called in to speak to the teacher and she thought the teacher wanted to like talk about how I was such a good girl and I was doing so well. And in fact, the teacher wanted to ask her why when I color outside of the lines, I freak out at myself. So in kindergarten, I was already feeling like I wasn't good enough and I wasn't advanced enough and that I wasn't perfect enough and berating myself for coloring outside the lines as a five-year-old. In fact, I might have even been four at the time, at the beginning of kindergarten. So anyways, um, that continued all through elementary school, high school. Um, You know, it's, it's the, I'm still cleaning up the remnants here of, I like to call recovering perfectionism. Um, workaholism, uh, working hard, attaching self-worth to external validation, you know, being a people pleaser, um, trying to do what I think other people want me to do and be who they want me to be so that I can um, be liked and approved and belong, you know, always having this feeling that I don't really belong and people don't really like me. So if I if I bend over backwards for them or I people please or I take care of them or I, um, you know, go out of my way to help save them, you know, I wouldn't literally use the word save, but that's what I was trying to do. You know, this is something that even today, it's not as, it's not as dominant in my life anymore. Once you become aware of something, you can now start to disassociate yourself from it. You could start to unwind the momentum and the old habits and the old ways of being, but it's still, it's still an onion that I'm peeling the layers off of. So I'm saying this because I don't want you to wait until you feel worthy, confident, you've got all the conviction in the world that you are some high and mighty, high educated, all this experience, you know, that you have to think of yourself um, almost like you have to put yourself on a pedestal before you can be of service to others in a way that's meaningful to you. Chances are you have put other people on pedestals. You may have put me on a pedestal. You may have put other people you follow on a pedestal or authors or people you admire on pedestals. And you may believe that because they're so great in your eyes that they feel that they're so great in their everyday life. That may be an assumption that you're making. And so then you might connect the dots that, well, until I feel like I'm that great, I can't do anything. Who am I to help people? What do, what do I have to offer? 
Of course, I would love to. Of course, I would love to help other people. Of course, I'd love to be a role model, an inspiration, a, a teacher, a guide, a mentor, uh, you know, whatever, whatever word you want to place on it. But who am I? And the bottom line, what I'm trying to say is I still ask myself that question. Who am I? <laughs> but the difference is I'm just putting one foot in front of the other anyways, I'm just, I'm just doing it. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm hiring the coaches. I'm hiring the mentors. I'm reading the books. I'm doing the self work while putting into action. What brings me joy to do next? So don't wait until you feel worthy or confident or validated or waiting for someone to come bestow upon you the the magical wand of approval and greatness and and raising you up on a pedestal is if you wait for that you're gonna be waiting for the rest of your life and in the meantime you are able to take one step forward where you're at right now think of this think of this story this is just a a metaphor if you were walking down a street and it, you saw somebody get bumped by a car, okay? So let's just say, you know, not, nothing tragic, but like let's say they fall to the ground and maybe they've broken a leg or something and no one else is around. There's no doctors around. There's no, it was kind of a quiet road. Maybe the, the driver kept driving and it's just you on the sidewalk and this person. Do you think to yourself, man, I wish I could help that person, but I'm not a doctor, so I guess I'll just keep walking. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a, you know, ambulance attendant. I'm not, I'm not trained in first aid. I'm not, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Who am I to help this person? I guess I'll just keep walking. No, you're going to run over to that person and you're going to do whatever your instincts tell you to do. You're going to ask them, are they okay? You're going to maybe put a jacket over them, maybe call for help. You know, you're going to, you're going to do whatever you can, whatever's coming to you to help. You are helping that person, even though you've never had one single day training of first aid or ambulatory care or uh, education as a doctor, physician, any of those things, there are things you can do even without any kind of training right now today. Let's actually take a moment right now and just think about the ways in which you have helped people without even really thinking about it. Let's bring up one of your close friends or your best friend. Has there ever been a time when you helped him or her with something? Maybe you help them through a breakup. Maybe you help them through a rough patch in their marriage. Maybe you help them through postpartum depression. I'm not saying you cured these things and solved the issues, but were you there for them? Did you listen? Did they feel better after getting to talk with you? Maybe there are things that you do have knowledge about. You have acquired knowledge about just in your life experience. Maybe you acquired these skills and these no this knowledge in a career that you've been in or a job that you've had or a business that you've had. So now people who are just starting out in that business or that job or that career, you have a few things of, of wisdom, advice that you could share, tips, lessons you know if you had a a little sister or brother that was about to embark on a journey that you've been on traveling going to school starting a career starting a business do you have anything that you would offer that you would share with them i bet if you took a few moments to actually dive into this there are a myriad of topics that if someone came up to you at a social event and 
said, hey, oh yeah, I'm about to start this or I'm about to learn about this or I'm about to do that, you'd be like, oh, no way, I've done that before. Hey, you know what you need to know? Hey, you know a couple tips that I have? Blah, 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 blah. You know, even like a new mom, and they're about to have their first baby and you have two kids at home. What, what are the top couple things you would say to them? You know, I've got a sister-in-law who had her first baby and before her child, she's loved, I mean, she still does, loves running, 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 trail running, all kinds of running. And she had to learn how to strengthen her body postpartum so that she could run and uh, do it safely, you know, do it so that there was no long lasting damage if she were just to do it really quickly without taking the proper precautions. And I was like, you know what? You could help so many other runners who have become moms who need to know these things that don't know it right now. Like just even that simple of a thing. So anyways, you have so much more life cred and experience and a wealth of knowledge and wisdom that you take for granted because you know it and you kind of just assume that everyone else kind of knows it too, but they don't. They really, really don't. Anyways, there's another story that I'm feeling called to share and it is my experience in network marketing. So as many of you know, and if you'd like to hear my full story, my full journey of how I came to be doing what I do now, it's in episode one of The Soul Adventurer. Bring your tissues because I get feedback that it makes people cry. But, you know, I thought I needed to be in some kind of acceptable career in order to be successful. So even though it was in my heart to be a photographer at 18, I went into finance which led me to become a mortgage broker, which led me to feel like I was living a groundhog day and a groundhog week and a groundhog year over and over and over again. And I started to exhibit these four symptoms that I shared with you in this episode. Is this as good as it gets? Is this as happy as I'll ever be? Um, Feeling stuck, feeling lost, feeling unfulfilled, feeling like, you know, no matter how much money I make, I'm still feeling unfulfilled and you know no amount of shopping or travel or house or car or anything was filling that void but then also feeling like well I'm not good enough to do anything else like I'm not I don't have education in anything else I don't have training in anything else who am I to do anything else I have nothing else to offer so I was exhibiting all four of these symptoms but again even if you're exhibiting one chances are you are an awakener so I did leave finance I had a wake-up call in my life, which I share in episode one of The Soul Adventurer. And I decided that I would try, that I would rather try and fail doing something I love than to never know what could have been on my deathbed. I don't want to get to my deathbed with a life half-lived. I don't want to get to my deathbed and think, ugh, I should have gone for it. I should have just went for it. I should have just at least tried, you know, like how much better would it be to try and to have failed than to be left with regret on your deathbed of never knowing what could have been. So I did become a photographer and I loved it. It was my pinch me life. It was this exhilarating whirlwind of like, I can't believe this is possible for me. You know, I can't believe that people are paying me to travel and take pictures for a living. I I specialized in destination weddings and people were flying me all over the world to photograph their weddings. I was winning awards. I was being published in magazines. You know, I, I worked with great mentors. I know that I I know, and I still know that that's how we condense our timeline to success is to find someone who's already found it and to learn as much from them as we possibly can. So that is what I did with my photography. And that is how I hit the ground running and how I was able to achieve such great results in such a short amount of time. Three years into my photography business, I started to exhibit these symptoms again. 
So I experienced them as a mortgage broker, but I knew that I wanted to ex- I wanted to explore photography. Then at three years into my photography business, I started experiencing them again, only now I had no freaking clue what I would do if it wasn't mortgages, if it wasn't photography. And also I was feeling like a bit of a flake because what the heck, I've already been a mortgage broker, I've been a photographer, I'm gonna change again. And I started doubting myself and thinking I was a flake and what are people gonna think and went down all that rabbit hole too, which I help my clients out with a lot. All of those things that get in our way and can stay in our way until our deathbed if we're not careful. So here I am, a photographer, living my dream, three years in, start exhibiting these four symptoms again. Oh my gosh. Around this time, I get introduced to a network marketing company. It was for... um, like like nutrition right so it was shakes and bars and vitamins and all kinds of things i'd already been using the products for for a couple of years prior loved the products and in fact i still use the products now and it's been let's see seven years oh my gosh where does the time go so i still use the products every single day it's been seven years anyway because i was exhibiting these four symptoms in my photography business of feeling stuck and frustrated and starting to feel unfulfilled again and feeling like I meant to be doing something more, something more meaningful, something more fulfilling. And because I was feeling so uncertain and I was starting to feel tired of feeling uncertain and I was starting to feel tired of feeling unfulfilled, this opportunity felt like someone was throwing me a life preserver, you know, like I was kind of floating around in the ocean kicking and splashing like, oh, where do I go from here? What do I do? And someone, you know, tosses me this life preserver of, hey, you love these products. You've been using them for two years. You feel amazing. You've had great results. Why aren't you helping other people feel the same and have great results in their life? And that right there got me. It got me, you know, while I was floating around in the ocean with flapping my arms and this life preserver came of, hey, you know what? You can be helping other people. And that was like, ding, 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 ding. You know, I was like, yes, I can be helping other people in a meaningful way, you know, to feel better in their bodies, to create residual income that they can do whatever they want with. You know, as a photographer, I'd come across a lot of starving artists, people who were not thriving in their photography businesses or their makeup artistry businesses or their hairdressing styling businesses or people who wanted to be actors and actresses. And, you know, and I thought, wow, like maybe this would be great even for starving artists, you know, like not only can they have more energy and and feel better and look better and get better rest and be more, you know, Uh, revitalized but they can start to make this um, residual income so that they can not have to have these jobs they don't actually want to pay the bills and instead they can be going to those auditions or growing their you know their makeup business or whatever it is so it made sense to me at the time so I go gung-ho into this network marketing business this health and wellness network marketing business And I'm telling you, I went, excuse the phrase, balls to the walls, okay? I don't do anything small. You know, you you heard me tell you, I'm uh, a recovering perfectionist, overachiever, you know, I go big or go home, you know, like it's 100% or 0%. That can serve you in some ways and in some ways it works against you. So I'm getting better at finding the balance and the middle ground between all in and all out. But anyway, at the time, I was very much still a black and white thinker, 100% in or 100% out. And so I went all in for 12 straight months, uh, summer of 2014 to summer of 2015. I flew to the meetings, the conferences, the trainings. I got up early. Oh my gosh, I can't even tell you. I'm not a morning person. I'm a night person, you know, like... I love staying up till 3 a.m., not on a regular basis because it's not uh, congruent with the things I want to get done in the daytime. But um, yeah, if I have a few days where I don't need to worry about it, 
I feel like my most creative self comes out at night. So to get up at 5 a.m. for these calls, man, that took everything. I must have really wanted this. <laughs> I must have really wanted to help people because, you know, getting up at 5 a.m., there's not a lot of things I get up at 5 a.m. for. I've told my husband one of the only things I'd ever get up at 5 a.m. for is for a flight to somewhere sunny. So I, I was doing it, right? Like I was going for it. And I loved it. I loved it. I was so driven by how many people can I help? How many people can I serve? How many lives can I impact and ripple effect? And it was so cool that you have this built-in community of people to help you and support you and teach you and take you under their wing and be around high vibe people who believe in big dreams and anything is possible. Like that was so amazing for me because I was in a place where I was surrounded by um, not a lot of that, like kind of a small town, you get a job, you pay your dues, you pay your taxes, you retire and, you know, you call it a day kind of a thing. So to be around these people that were just limitless thinkers and action takers and high vibe and hugging and dancing, I was like, whoa, this is so cool. You know, I was really into it. Um, I had a little bit of momentum in the beginning like people signing up and some excitement and I loved the idea of building a team and a community and I did to a certain extent but it never went crazy like I never really replaced a full-time income I was still doing my photography on the side but I thought maybe eventually this would take over and I wouldn't do as many shoots anymore just because I wasn't I wasn't as fired up and passionate about the shoots anymore anyway um never really went anywhere I started to get increasingly frustrated and disappointed in myself and again wondering is this as good as it gets you know am I gonna just be struggling to grow this business for the rest of my life like is this is it does it have to be this hard to help people like I feel like I have to beg people to help them you know like what's going on here why I'm sharing this with you is because it was helpful to be in the network marketing business. It taught me a lot. It was a, for me in my life, it was a beautiful transition from the business that I had into realizing I really wanted to help others in a more meaningful way. That was kind of the biggest takeaway that I had. But because it felt for me so hard and like an uphill battle, there was a part deep down inside of me that knew this wasn't my last stop. This was a stepping stone. This was a transitional phase. And it basically was exactly 12 months because exactly 12 months later, when I was supposed to go to the next annual conference, it was the annual conference in 2014 that got me all pumped on doing this. And then just as I was getting ready to go to the annual conference of 2015, I backed out at the last minute because I realized, and I, I should say more like I accepted. I think I realized a lot earlier, but I just wasn't really willing to accept it. I realized this wasn't the finish line for me. This, this wasn't the thing for me. This wasn't my, you know, fulfilling purpose you know it was a clue it was a transition it was to show me how excited I could be to help others in a meaningful way but what I had discovered just before I was meant to go to that annual conference in 2015 was that the way that I wanted to help others wasn't actually with nutritional products and teaching them how to create a residual income with nutritional products I wanted so passionately to help liberate and free anyone feeling stuck in a life and job they don't love to discover their purpose, their passion, their ability to transition out of that life, just like I did as a mortgage broker, and do something they actually love and create a great income doing it, just like I had done with photography. So I, I left finance. I was terrified. I know all the fears that it takes to do something like that. 
and to move into something completely different. Like I wasn't pivoting from finance into banking or, you know, something. It was like I was going hard left into the arts, photography, this kind of stuff. So I know what that entails. I know how terrifying it is. But I also know that if someone like me, who's never had massive amounts of self-confidence or self-belief or self-worth and is still working on self-love and all these kinds of things, who comes from a small town, who comes from modest beginnings, who hasn't had post-secondary education and never, you know, I went to college, I think, for a semester and realized that this was not for me and this was not going to help me on the path that I wanted to take. Um, how could someone like me, an ordinary girl from a small town in Canada with no connections, no handouts, humble beginnings, no backup plan, how could someone like me make an extraordinary life like that? The life that I never thought would ever be possible for me. I never in a million years believed, actually, that people were going to pay me, pay for my flights, pay for my food, pay my fee on top of that, that I'd be one of the most sought after photographers in my area, which was a very saturated area because I live in one of the best schools for photography on my island here in Canada and picturesque. It's like the Hawaii of Canada where I live. So it's very saturated market. How could someone like me do something like that? And I realized if I can create a life I love full time and create a great income doing it in a saturated market without the training, without the self-confidence, without blah, 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 then it is possible for anyone, anybody, anybody. You don't have to have crazy amounts of formal education, which I have almost none. I have like a semester, seriously, of generic business, <laughs> which was like how to climb the corporate ladder. And I was like, okay, this is not gonna, this is not gonna apply to me in my life. Um, I don't have rich parents, you know, oh, if it doesn't work, I'll just borrow some money from mom and dad. Like I don't have that. I don't, I, I don't, I, I the only reason I did it, the only reason I left that soul-draining, soul-sucking, depleting job in finance for me, it was it felt that way for me. I'm not saying it feels that way for everybody. It felt that way for me because it was misaligned. It was not my purpose. Um, it was because I thought I'd I'd rather try and fail. Like I was totally okay with the fact that I might fail. And I thought better to fail than to never know what could have been. So like, no, I didn't believe fully. I didn't believe I was going to be successful. I didn't believe people were going to pay me. I didn't believe I'd ever be in magazines, award-winning, none of those things. But I knew that I had to try. So if you are resonating in any way with being an awakener, that there might be, you might be one of those little kind of chickies in the shell. And inside the shell, it feels dark and frustrating and unfulfilling and you're wondering if you're going to be stuck here forever. And you're wondering if this is as good as it gets. So this is as happy as you're ever going to be. Um, and, you know, how are you ever going to help anyone? Because you're just this little chick in this little shell. Um, I'm telling you, you can start to crack through those lies. You can start to crack through that shell. And there's this whole other world waiting for you to awaken so that you can help awaken the rest of the world. I'm really curious how many people listening feel that you might be an awakener as well. And again, it doesn't mean that you have to do what I do and be a spiritual teacher or anything like that. Maybe you do feel called to do that. Maybe you want to awaken an industry, a type of job, your workplace, Maybe you want to start your own personal brand and, and have your own message around food and health and relationship with food or um, self-confidence or, you know, maybe you've had a certain experience in your life that you've been through and you want to help others learn how to get through it as well. 
Um, maybe you have expertise in a field and you want to now create more of an online training with your spin on things. All of this is serving to awaken others. And it can be very simple. You know, like I said, I've, my sister-in-law, I'm like, oh man, you know how many people you could help that want to get back into running after having a baby and you could just lay out for them all of this information that you've already gathered? Like you can awaken these moms who want to get back into running or who want to start running after having a baby. You know, like there's so many areas that we could be serving each other, uplifting each other. There's this beautiful quote I love, and it says, a rising tide lifts all boats. So if you are someone that is ready to raise your tide, raise yourself, develop yourself, awaken yourself, so that you can then become an awakener for others, help lift the ships of everybody in the tide, then I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear either uh, uh, in private messages on Facebook, send me a quick message, uh, send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know like, hey, do you resonate with being an awakener? Just say, yes, yes, I resonate. Yes, I think I might be an awakener or, you know, yes, I might be. How can I find out more information or where can I learn more about this or, how can I crack open the shell a bit more? You know, I'm happy to help. I'm happy to give you guidance. So just reach out to me. DM me on Instagram, which is at Jennifer Jade underscore success coach. Or just, you know, search Jennifer Jade on Instagram. You can also search Jennifer Jade on Facebook. Of course, it's Jennifer and then Jade, J-A-Y-D-E. You can also go to the link in the notes of this podcast on iTunes, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and I'll have a link there as well if you are um, feeling that you could be very well an awakener. What are your next steps? Because when you start to find out what your next steps are and you start to crack through the shell and you start to see the light coming through, it's you... I'm telling you, it's one of the most freeing, liberating, exciting journeys you will ever go on to fully step into your role as an awakener. I'm so glad that you heard this episode today. I know that if you're listening, if this episode found you, it appealed to you, you're still listening right now, chances are you are an awakener. And I'm just so excited that perhaps our paths are going to intertwine in some way. If I can help you, if I can help uh, direct you, assist you in awakening so that you can become an awakener for others, please do let me know. Um, side note, I am looking for 10 people who do know that they're an awakener. So this is somebody who knows in their soul they want to start an online-based income helping other people awaken in some capacity. So it could be in spirituality, such as myself, and uh, I really gear towards entrepreneurs. Um, it could be, you know, I've got one of my one-on-one -on -one clients is, is helping to awaken the fashion industry. I've got another client that's helping to awaken parents of children with autism and another one with ADHD and another one that is just a freaking killer business coach and another one that helps people write books and, uh, you know, another one that is taking her counseling business into an online coaching business, um, you know, and, and a freaking boss hairstylist and salon owner that is going to be creating online programs to help other hairstylists become uh, way more abundant and effective with their time and their skills. So you can be an awakener in any field. Maybe it's working with children. Maybe it's you know, helping others to have joyful adventures locally near you and, and planning those for people. You know, who knows? There really is no limit to what's possible. So anyway, I'm looking for 10 people. 
I would like to take these 10 people through the first ever round of my Awakener certification. These are people who desire to create six-figure online businesses doing what they love, what their soul is calling them to do, and helping to awaken others, to uplift others, to, to teach and empower others in a meaningful way for them. You do not need to know what that is before joining the Awakener certification. That's part of the certification is for us to zero in on what it is your soul is feeling called to do. Not only are you going to receive that clarity, but also the training in how you can get this business up and running. So it's going to be personal development, personal training, getting over the fears, doing all the things that you need to do, but also having practical, simple training for getting your online personal brand up and running so you can start attracting paying clients right away. So if that appeals to you, I'll put the link in the show notes for this Apple podcast and uh, I'll leave it up there until we have the first 10 people, the first 10 spots filled. Okay, my friends, I love you. I'm so glad you're here and that you're starting to realize that you are an awakener. I hope you will take steps forward to actually see this through because the world needs more people like you to awaken and to help the rest of the world awaken too. I love you. I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. That's it for today, my friend. But before you go, I have a request and a surprise for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please let me know and help me spread the love by taking a quick screenshot and tagging me on social media or by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. The more I know what you're loving, the more I can create what helps you the most. The surprise? I have some free resources to help you along on your soul adventure. Just simply head to jenniferj.com forward slash free gifts or click the link in the show notes right here in iTunes. Thank you so much again for being here. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next episode.